out of breath. That's why I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby! Playoff we week! Wild, wild, wild card weekend in the NFL. But before we get to that, welcome to the Cowboys Can Fan Show? Question mark? Podcast? Event? Main event? Uh, how's everyone doing? Bandwagon boys are over there getting ready. It's playoff week, our third playoffs. in playoffs, our third playoffs. season in a row, fellas. Cowboys finished 12 and 5, secured the NFC East, going in with two, hopefully, playoff home games. How are you guys feeling about that? Yeah, well, first up, cheeseheads. And um, I don't want us to think too far ahead from, from this Sunday's game. But yeah, that the potential of two home games, I mean, that's uh, that that falls right into what we've seen the Dal- how the Dallas Cowboys can win this year. Play at home. Play at home, baby. Get those home games. Because a couple weeks ago, we thought we were road warrioring it for the whole postseason, and with the luck of fate, with the with the Eagles crashing, we're gonna get into a whole bunch of stuff. But I'm just I'm still on cloud nine that we got that second seed, that wild win uh, over the Detroit Lions. And then that smashing of the Washington Commanders, which we all expected to see. Add how you doing over there, fella? I, I'm I'm good. I, the The win on Sunday was awesome. It was great having Taylor Chima in the mm-hmm. in the studs, mm-hmm. and uh, I just feel I feel I feel good. I feel good about our chances in the playoffs. Playoffs. I'm not uh-huh. worried about the Packers stuff that we're going to get into later today. The only thing that annoyed me was that just listening to all the an- analysts fucking talk up Green Bay. Yep. All week long. Yep. So you're going to get that. It's, so. it's how it's going to go. Way J, what do we got on the docket? Well, on today's show, uh, the Cowboys claim that NFC beast, as you just mentioned, woo, Anthony. Woo, woo, Dal- woo. Dal- Dallas Cowboys claim that uh, week with a week 18 win over their division. Well, I guess their division rivals everyone in there's a rival, the Washington Commanders. Uh, although, as of late, have not been much competition. But Dak Prescott still rose to the occasion and led them boys to victory to keep that home win streak alive. Brandon Aubrey was literally blocked from kicking a perfect season at least one time, and then he shanked it, but then he got that 50-yarder. He doinked her. He did get a doink. I still don't blame him. And uh, CeeDee Lamb punched his ticket into Dallas Cowboys Hall of Fame, essentially. Yeah. With that season. Man, if C- well, yeah, at least... He's at least in Cowboys lore forever, right? He's yeah. on his trage- trajectories a Hall of Fame player, and he's definitely, well, now he has Cowboys records, which yeah. the great Michael Irvin, he beat the Mike, Michael Irvin in a couple categories, and there's been some pretty good players for the Cowboys at the receiving position, and for CeeDee Lamb to finish with new highs in receiving yardage, and I think if he's had a, if Dak and him started off a little hotter at the start of the year, he might have even had the touchdown receiving record, so mm-hmm. yeah, no, he had a, a, a great way to finish the season with two tugs against the Commanders, and I think he had about, what, 92 yards? So CD's firing on all cylinders. He finished just behind Tyreek Hill for reception yards. I think I believe he finished first in the NFL with receptions, second in yards, and third like, in touchdowns. He's like fifty yards behind. Yeah, fifty oh, yards behind. But damn, much closer by week eighteen. Pretty funny that we we collectively called that as a group. I wouldn't say with the exact numbers, but we said what we'd be happy with, and like we were in the ballpark with everything. 
Yeah, he cle- he cleared the yards by far. We even lowballed him in the yards. We yeah. were like fourteen hundred yards, and we'd be ecstatic. And he hit what seventeen, almost seventeen fifty. I said twelve hundred. I know, st- but I said twelve tuds, which he did. He did, and then we did. we kind of were all at one twenty receptions. And I remember even saying that I was like, oh, I don't know if he's going to get one hundred and twenty receptions. That's pretty high. And what did he finish up? One thirty three, one thirty three, one thirty one. Man, what a season! What a season! But. This weekend, Big Mike will be having some flashbacks when the Green Bay Packers take the field against the Dallas Cowboys in a, what should be an exciting wild card weekend matchup. The Dallas Cowboys are favorites, um, and we'll be sharing our thoughts and hearing what Chad has to say about this upcoming must-win wild card matchup. Plus, we're going to do some score and bold predictions. Woo! All this and more on today's show. Crack them if you got them. Crack them if you got them, baby. Big Mike flashbacks. It sounds like that sounds like a, a sports oh. pub. Big oh. Mike's flashbacks. Big Mike's <laughs> flashback. Yeah, and it's just like depend, and it's all based around food and and sweat. Oh, that that's it. Yeah, it's all like sw- the sweaty burger. What do you think the over under <laughs> is that Mike sleeps with a sleep apnea machine? He does. He has. He has to. You think I he's rocking with a sleep apnea machine. So Big Mike's rocking that sleep apnea. I, I think he. Re- I think he should, but he refuses. Thinks refuses. it's voodoo. Yeah, <laughs> that's voodoo. Yeah, <laughs> my, uh, his suck wife. My coaching power out of me. <laughs> well, he has a beard, so he definitely doesn't just have the nose one that I have. So he definitely. He probably when he's clean shaven, you know, he's been on the sleep apnea machine. <laughs> uh, he definitely has. Definitely does. So. For, not so for playoffs. Playoffs. So, guys, I mean, that Washington game, there was some takeaways from it. But I think the end of the third quarter, we were all kind of in drunk. We were, we were just drunk and not even really paying attention to the game. Let's be honest. Realistically, we were watching for the big plays. We all thought going into that game, it was going to be a beatdown. It was a little dicey at the start. The yeah. commanders actually had a 10-7 lead at one point. But the Cowboys completely just pulled away from them, scored a touchdown before half. Came back out with the ball in the third quarter, marched down again, fucking sliced and diced, put those guys to bed. Cowboys secure the second seed. Yeah, I mean, uh, after going going into halftime up uh, twenty one to ten, and you know it, it felt like a comfortable lead with the, how the momentum had shifted, and then by the end of the third, or actually probably halfway through the third, it was like, okay, <laughs> it was this done. is this this is sealed up. It, Nothing against uh, the commanders, but they just had nothing to really offer. I mean, they they kept things interesting at, t- uh, at uh, like in pockets throughout the game, but that's about it. Yeah. Were you at all? Were you guys at all worried during the game? Like when it was ten seven for the commanders, did we think, oh, it's going to be maybe a, a back and forth? I was like, oh shit, here's one of those fucking thirty three thirty one type of games that the Cowboys are going to find themselves in. But <laughs> defense ended up uh, coming around, and then offense. I mean. I, Honest to be quite honest, I don't think the Cowboys necessarily played exceptional. They didn't make mistakes, and they just kept scoring. They just yeah, they kept scored the ball and scoring in their th- in the second half. They just kept scoring and having actually this is the one time in the season that deferring the kickoff at the start of the game actually worked out in their benefit. They scored right before half, which AJ said put them up twenty one ten. Then they came back out right again on their next drive to put it twenty eight ten, and that was pretty much like okay, I feel I feel a lot better. I would have felt a little bit. The only time I would have felt a little bit nervous is if we went into halftime 10-7. But they went down. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys, uh, we, they went up going into half, and then that was pretty much game. Game over. Yeah. Michael Clark in the chat says, uh, in, in all capitals, so he's yelling, I was at the game, and not for one second was I worried. Good. Okay. okay. I, like, I like that. I, I'm glad. Well, and, 
Yep. Now that I was just saying, then Bocce just follows that up with anyone going to the game on Sunday. He's going to crack one with me because Bocce is going to be shit. Yeah. There at Green Bay, but boots on the ground. We'll get we'll get more into that. Okay, AJ, what you, what you got, dog? What you got? Nothing. We're just chatting. Uh, we're just chatting. We're, we're just, just chatting. having. We're, we're just chatting. I don't have that, nothing specifically, but um, just to touch on the running game coming into its own, and uh, this was something that actually uh, Kurt Kurse had mentioned. Curse. Shit, it's been so uh, so long since I haven't been streaming his name. <laughs> I can't say it properly. But he he also mentioned this, although the, this comment specifically is about Tony Pollard kind of turning it on here the last couple weeks. Since week nine, TP20 has been ranked third in PFF rushing um, and fifth in yards after contact and third in missed tackle. So he's running like a top five QB since week nine, even though his stats aren't like screaming at you, hey, this, this guy's uh, performing well. When he gets the ball, he's doing everything he can to move it forward. And then we also had, I think, a combined nearly between Dowdle and and TP20. We had almost 120 yards. Yeah. Which some some rushing running backs I'll, I'll give you will do that themselves. But as just a um, a backfield, that was nice to see. And there was more runs in uh, a couple more yards, handful of yards with CD Lamb and some other uh, uh, trick run plays there. But uh, it's nice to see the run game coming in together and, and like Kirsten mentioned he said he feels the defense also is starting to play their bet their best football of the year well you have guys coming alive like uh you have Don- donovan wilson and J- jordan lewis who were kind of shaky earlier on in the season but are now coming coming up and making some plays with regarding the tony pollard situation we haven't been as down on him as everybody else like i've we felt no. actually pretty good about him like when he has got the opportunities he's made plays i think the only game that he was kind of a little lackluster, and I, I want to say it was the Dolphins game, but he had no chance. He was getting tackled before he was even at the line of scrimmage, where, to me, that's more of an offensive line problem than it is a running back problem. And then PFF backs that stat up, saying he's top five in contact or uh, broken tackles, and then third as the the rush grade. So I, I like where he's playing and how he's looking going into the postseason, where you better be able to run the fucking rock because... You can't be one-dimensional in in the in the playoffs. 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 Well, well, he had uh, rushing. He had six rushing touchdowns, and I think that's where a lot of people are kind of hyper-focused on. Is like, yes, but Zeke did twelve um, plus touchdowns a year. Okay, that's true. Uh, it maybe that isn't his strong set, and that is something to be concerned about, especially with that missed. Uh, was it the Lions game? Yeah. The, no. The, the 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 Dolphins. Dolphins. When he got tackled on the one half yard fucking, line. Yeah, inch, inch yard, inch line. yard line. So that would have put him up to seven had he got that. But still, I can I will I will say that like, yeah, that's uh that's low numbers for your starting running back. You'd like to see that at least eight, you know, ten. Ten is kind of what especially when for. you you didn't have Zeke, like you didn't have Zeke poaching any of the, the goal line carries this year. So we all and this is the thing. We all had such high expectations for TP. Like everyone had, we all expected him to be the best running back in the NFL. Cause we've seen it in glimpses where he like last year, you would think, okay, you double his carries. He should be the top back in the NFL. It didn't work out that way this year, but I still think he's easily good enough to be confident in what he's going to do in the next, hopefully four games. We got a super chat from radical eight Oh eight. Oh, $2 super chat. Yeah, nice, baby. A nice, a nice toony Tuesday, but toony it's a Wednesday. Toony Wednesday. Saw BIB that AJ was on. Nice combo with the Washington fans. Oh, nice. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they, those were those were great guys. Um, it was a nice, respectful conversation. 
it, it helps though when we're all kind of agreeing they wanted to see Washington lose. They want yeah, they wanted the higher the, the, there was the no, second overall pick. And I would be in their same boat like Fuck yeah. Th- there are rare times that you want your team to leave loot like lose. But how I sold it to them was like, okay, then like the players when they go out there, they're more than likely gonna try to play to win. Yeah. So you just put out guys who you want to see, have a look at evaluate. and evaluate. You sit guys who are maybe some trade potential or, or someone who you're like, okay, you're gonna be on the squad next year. We don't need to risk anything in this game with you. And that's how you can like kind of give a game away. Le- uh, di- well, I don't think Crack me if you got him, baby. I don't think Washington did that in this game, though. At least not until the end of the game. No, they were playing. Yeah. They and they they played f- fairly well going into like again the third quarter they were they were right in there they had they made a few plays with that block kick they just couldn't get they got down into i think they fucked up a few times they got down into the red zone and instead of just taking three points yeah they were playing to win which again i mean you're in uh, what does why would why wouldn't you right so but if you were trying to actually win for jockeying positions right i think they were a little bit more aggressive in situations where they might have kicked a football in in a different type of game or earlier in the season yeah i mean sure. think of the coach that's going to be going into that team now with that second pick of the draft and you kind of you're all set to do some rebuilding yeah dan quinn you think it's going to be dan i fucking hope <laughs> not man dan quinn quinn's going to seattle Dan Quinn's going to Seattle. Yeah, I mean, with with the retirement of Pete Carroll today, if any, that's the most likely place. Now, however, there uh, someone posted. Uh, was it you or Alex that posted in the chat that they made some st- uh, adjustments to Dan Quinn's contract to try to keep? I him? think that was, or I think that was meant for before this season, though. I think that was prior to this season that they adjusted it to keep keep people away. They kind of gave him a bit more money to make him happy. Oh, we're already jumping to the coaching talk. Well, we. I sorry, we guys jumped into it, so let's I, go. Okay, okay, okay. Let me bring up my little coaching thing here. There we go. Quinn McClay coaching requests. Okay. Yeah. So, do you, what's potential of? I was saying to Alex. Actually, I was saying it to both of you guys that the, the thought of like Will McClay. You talk Dallas Cowboys football to just AJ and not yeah, me. He sends Never. me. A- <laughs> I send. I send him messages. I'll say, hey, I don't want Ant to yell don't at. Let <laughs> I don't want. I don't want Ant to yell at me. You know. I poke fun. I grew up with brothers. I'm rough. Um, but I like it having the ability to be a GM of a team and 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 not saying that they don't listen to Will McClay because I think they take a lot of what Will McClay says in terms of adding personnel to the Cowboys. But you do have Jerry Jones as the owner GM, whereas now Will McClay could be like, if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year, I feel like both Will and Quaid would be a uh, uh, Quaid. Quaid, get to the reactor. <laughs> Will and Quaid have a potential of, of 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 leaving. That's where your stock market, like that's where your stock's highest off a Super Bowl win, right? And Dan Quinn's expressed interest in wanting to be a head coach as long as it's the right opportunity. That's what scares me. Another thing that scares me is Micah Parsons' contract's coming up and he ends up jumping ship over to play for Dan Quinn in a in a any given Sunday esque move. Oh, like at the end of any given Sunday, <laughs> where now. Willie Beeman leaves yeah. you know, to I'm follow t- coach, I'm, I'm signing the expansion team to the free. Yeah, don't, don't which that don't. makes which that makes Jerry Jones Cameron Diaz. Oh yeah, sweet <laughs> uh, Jerry Jones, a nice spelt Cameron D. So what do we have here? Who? So Jones responds to other teams' request to interview Cowboys coaches. Black Monday has come and gone, but the aftermath has just begun, especially for the Cowboys, who coaches are generating high interest from other teams. Multiple reports have stated that numerous teams have asked for permission to interview defensive coordinator Dan Quinn for potential head coaching opportunities. Teams that have reached out for permission include the Washington Commanders, who we just smoked, the L.A. Chargers, who we smoked, and the Carolina Panthers, who we smoked. 
Quinn has been no stranger to the conversation, and he has been a viable candidate for a head coaching position since his tenure in Dallas started in 2021. Thoughts on that, guys? Like, would you, if you're Dan Quinn, are you leaving this setup that you have for either of those three teams? Uh, when is Micah's contract up? Well, two years. It, yeah, it's two years, but we were kind of talking at the beginning of the season that if he hit over 13 sacks, I feel like he's going to be asking to get extended this year, like in the offseason this year. Okay, so, which would be awesome. So, with, so, just those three teams, commanders are probably the most interesting because they're going to, they have a lot of cap space and they, uh, which I learned from the BIB podcast, Burgundy and, <laughs> or Boys and Burgundy podcast. Boys and Burgundy with the bandwagon boy. Yeah. There it is. Um, and, you're getting new ownership. They're looking for kind of a uh, to launch a new face of the Washington football team, whatever the hell they decide to call themselves. The next stop, I mean, I don't think the Panthers are very exciting because you're going to have to try to force that quarterback to to win, and I just don't know if he's the dude. What's his name again? Fuck. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Yeah. I always him and C.J. Stroud. I always. Uh, the, the way you can, a good one. I was going to say, the way you can tell them apart is one's on a good football team yeah, yeah. and one's on a bad football team. Well, one's one also make, tall and the other one's Yeah, the other tall. one's small. I mean, the other guy's small, for sure. And char- Chargers are Chargers are interesting, but that again, Chargers are a, a kind of a team where maybe they're just missing some pieces. Yep. So Dan Quinn, really, out of those three teams, he kind of has a smorgasbord of, of where how he wants to go. Does he want to go to, like, a brand-new, fresh start, maybe lock in for a five-year stint or does he kind of want to win now with the chargers um or does he like what he sees in with the panthers and thinks he can make something out of that young qb well you make that's not his forte but (laughs) you make good points because with commanders they they hold that second overall pick so you're pretty much getting decide the cornerstone like you're picking the cornerstone for your coaching yeah right whereas if you go to the panthers that's already been decided for you because you're gonna you're not moving on from bryce young after one year Right, like Dan Quinn's not going to go to Carolina and be like, "Hey, we're not playing him. We're going to." You draft. have to play him. You have to play him another season, at least. But it's you always hear that when a coach takes over for another uh, head coach and he's got a high-profile draft pick, it's like it just never really works out very well. It's, where he can go to the Commanders and start his own. Yeah, it's different if you have like a, um, uh, if you have like a an Aaron Rodgers or someone who's like this veteran, the face of the, fan- the franchise. Face of the franchise. Okay, you can work with it, but this is like the guy who's supposed to be one year in and if and if as a coach you're like i don't see what you see in him then that's a big red flag you're not going to want to go to that team i but this happens every year too right and and these are just requests these are teams saying hey can we speak with this player so or or this coach let me slide into dms DMs. it it also looks like what is what does that person want in their career because dan quinn has been a coach before and he's been back to the dc so what does he want? Do, do you want to have full personnel availability? Do you want to go with a new owner and, that has a, like the ownership group that Washington has mixed with like Ma- uh, Magic Johnson? They're going to do stuff maybe a little bit unorthodox. So I, maybe they don't go the conventional route. Maybe they do bring in a coach outside, but they want to interview people. We, we just don't know. And, and who, it, hey, if you have an opportunity, who are you picking second in the draft? How are you going to build this franchise? How are you going to build this organization? So I think a lot of that takes into account. Like you said, it's so early in the process. I kind of hate that they do it during the playoffs. Fuck, man. Playoffs. Like, isn't that so annoying? I know. Like, uh, well, the, what... uh, most of the shit that people are posting right now is like, 
uh, I'm talking about Mike McCarthy getting fired. It's like, let him lose the fucking game before we talk about him getting fired. But I do kind of want to talk about him getting fired a little bit. Okay, yeah, go for, go for that. Just one thing I want to say about Mike McCarthy. I think Dan Quinn is waiting to see what happens with Mike McCarthy in this playoff run to see if Mike McCarthy possibly like gets let go. And it's it's mind-boggling to think that you let go of a coach after three 12-5 seasons and your third trip to the postseason. But if he has a, a fucking epic brain fart, this like if they lose to the Packers, guys, I'm telling you, Mike McCarthy's probably gone. He's fired if he's fired on Monday. I like it. I it's I think it's in the books. You can't you can't just keep you have to proceed. You have to progress, right? And he has in his in his last three years with the Cowboys. You can't lose in the in the wild card to a nine and eight team. Maybe if they do get rid of Mike McCarthy, they bring Dan Quinn as the head coach. Yeah, well, and that and that possibly could low key be the the conversation that Jerry Jones has with Dan Quinn, and Dan Quinn's gonna wait until kind of like you talking to AJ about football. Oh yeah, AJ and I have in our drinking. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill this is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design the kind of experience you can only find in a lexus suv a feeling this empowering is invite only fortunately you're invited Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Bocci says if Quinn leaves, pray he doesn't take Al Harris with him. Boots on the ground. Yeah, no doubt. I got a question for you guys and, and for Chad, actually. If you have to lose one of them, Will McClay or Dan Quinn... Who would you rather lose? That's a t- that's a tough question. Well, ultimate. I mean, ultimately, Dan Quinn, because I think that he's doing more day to day with the team. Not to say that it's it's just kind of what we know about Will McClay is that Jerry Jones has kept him around for so long, so he must be good at, at what he's doing, or he must work well with the Jones family. So, but that's pretty pretty much it. We don't know what decisions he made. We I, do know what decisions Dan Quinn. Well, makes. but with since Will McClay's name's been gotten into like Cowboys talk, yeah, that's when they stopped drafting like boneheads. Yeah, well, so like they've drafted, they've drafted some pretty goddamn good players with Will McClay at in his position. So it, I feel like <sighs> crack him if you got, got him. him. It's kind of a weird one. I don't want to lose either of them, and we might lose both. So let's. Sh- it'd be sweet to keep both, but I'm I'm on the the coaching stuff's fun to talk about because it's in the news right now. But it's also like Ad said, it's like let us get. Let's get us into the playoffs and and get like this what, thing going, you know. What, what will be interesting um after middle of February is to look at the available options for uh replacements. Yeah. I mean, we could probably do that too um just to see but like like right now they probably have a list of people who are potential uh defensive coordinators or I don't know, vice presidents of of person of player personnel. But just the, the positive side is every single year, or at least every two years, some 
some coach comes up from nowhere and does something. And so do I think that Jerry Jones has his eyes on the prize? Probably not, but he has the money for someone to be looking out there. Um, whether or not that person's in health, uh, in house, Al Harris, is it Al, Al Harris? Yep. Yep. Al Harris, that replacement, or someone like Ooh. a Mike McDa- Mike McDaniel's, who is just uh, you know a very cool new type type of style of coach. Um, I don't know if he fits in necessarily with uh, Mike McCarthy, but I'm just saying like that's the thing is like I'm not I'm never too worried. I I don't want to lose either one of them, but I I am interested. I do like what okay. you said that if Quinn leaves and Al Harris became the DC, I mean that would be kind of interesting to see because. I mean, he's the defensive backs coordinator, and what's been our strong point on this defense? Defensive yeah. backs, defensive right? Back. So I think he has a big say in what kind of coverages they're running. I, so that's actually that's a that's a good call. I, I never thought about that, and I because I, I was going to go the route of like I let Dan Quinn go, keep a Will McClay because I think getting the right players on the team is vastly important. I think they're more solid defensive minded people that could come in and. Jerry could pay them whatever money to fit that role, or you bring somebody like Al Harris up and and be the DC for, for us. Um, I just, yeah, we. I, I think, like, right now with all... I do think, though, if DQ lose... If we do lose DQ, there's a couple of defensive players that are less likely to want to stay around um, than, than what they would if Dan Quinn was around. Now, the other interesting thing is that, you know, uh, and, and Cowboys Chris came in earlier, and he said, go effing blue, like... Uh, the Michigan Wolverines uh, Nat, won, champs. Won, a, won, a, won a championship, and there's a certain coach that might be making his possible way back into the NFL, which is, who, who, who knows, maybe if something happens and all of a sudden he becomes the, 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 the newest kid on the block, maybe he's going to get an interview to come and take on the Dallas Cowboys. The newest old kid. The newest old kid on the block. <laughs> yeah. Old man Winther coming your way. But again, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's all hearsay. Maybe that maybe uh, let's let's hope Mike McCarthy's still our head coach. Let's well, that's what I don't I don't want to replace our head coach. The, the only thing the only thing like, I that's would... bad having having him come in and take over from Mike Mike McCarthy. That means we either lost in the wild card or the divisional. I think if you have the same squad and Mike McCarthy, like you said, if Mike McCarthy, if we lose this Sunday, Mike McCarthy does he's, not he's have co- a chance. He's gone. He's ha- yeah they they they'll be, and if it's on a decision like a you got to think the last two years. The Cowboys have went out very, in in very weird ways. The Dak scramble and then the Zeke uh, center, like those are etched into our brains, right? So you you can't go out like that. You just got to take care of business against a nine and eight team. An interesting thing that Tammy uh, says in the chat: she goes, "Any interest in Mike McCarthy? If so, DQ can take over as Cowboys head coach. Let Mike McCarthy go somewhere else, or keep Mike McCarthy, demote him to OC, and have DQ as the head coach." I don't think Mike McCarthy goes down to people. Uh, don't give him enough credit. I'll say this. People don't give Mike McCarthy enough credit. The, 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 the Jason Garrett years were fucking terrible. There was three seasons with back-to-back eight and eight teams. Three seasons back to eight and eight teams with them having the NFC East on the line. Mike McCarthy can get these guys to play. He just has some boneheaded calls every once in a while. Well, I was going to say to AJ, because AJ's talking about getting like a Mike McDaniels new, new school type of, of, of play calling or, or coach, coach thinking in there. And – you know, is Dak playing better with an old school coach, uh, uh, offensive coach calling like Mike McCarthy versus someone like Kellen Moore? I mean, may- maybe the offense, maybe Dak can handle that type of offense. Maybe Dak's too old to handle that type of offense. But he's 29 years old. 30. Yeah. 
30 years old. 30 years old. He's an old fucking man. That's all. That's, I mean, quarterbacks is a bit different. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Quarterbacks is a bit different, but yeah, 30 in the NFL for most positions is. I mean, uh, what's his face? AJ Brown was calling, calling, uh, Stephon Gilmore, Steph- old man. Yeah. And he's, I think he's 32. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're and not wrong. fucking dunked on him. Like LeBron dunked just dunked on those other guys. Okay, so we got some stats up for the Cowboys team leaders. This this is just final year stats. I didn't uh, thought it would be nice to just have a look and see how everyone ended up. <laughs> we kind of know Dak Prescott uh, over forty five hundred yards, uh, thirty six touchdowns, an interception, one hundred and five point nine rating, too. thirty nine sacks. Um, so what? That, that's like an average of two a game, which is that's not too bad. Not too bad. And he threw the ball uh, 590 times. He had a great year. Dak Prescott was a, a couple other games, a Miami win, a Buffalo win. Yeah. He's the MVP of the NFL, but uh, it didn't break down. He was the MVP of the team and still should have been highly considered for all pro and MVP honors. But, uh, yeah, I'm, he's playing his best football in his career right now. Then for our running backs, uh, Tony Pollard eclipsing 1,000 yards, 1,005 yards on 252 carries for a four-yard average. Only six tutties, but he only also only had one fumble, so give it to get it, give it to him there. Just under sixty yards a game, so uh, definitely turned it on a little bit more. But also Rico Dowdle, eighty nine carries, three hundred and sixty one yards, four point one average, and he had two touchdowns. So promising from the uh, young backup. But other than that, uh, those were pretty much our our running backs. You know, we had some good runs by C D Lamb, but they were few and far between. It's funny that uh, C D Lamb actually. <laughs> Like CD Lamb's rushing yards look pretty good, and then Cavante Turpin with the longest rushing attempt yeah. for the Cowboys with a forty-six yard long, and I think he fumbled it on that play. <laughs> yeah, boys, I have to interrupt again with a super chat. That's okay. Uh, interrupt, and, I, and I, it was my bad that the, for whatever reason our my chat kind of got stuck, and I missed a lot of comments as we were talking about the coaches. He'll get us caught up a bit. Uh, Bot G five dollars super chat to woo, woo. our. To our homie EJ Savage for the birth of his second girl. So oh, I don't yeah. think shout out. I don't think he's on it yet, but oh. I don't think he's on yet. But shout out to EJ Savage. Congrats on the birth of his second baby girl. Congratulations. And I'll just EJ. read. Uh, and then I'll just read a couple other. Uh, everyone else is saying, congrats. EJ saying, uh, appreciate your boots. Congrats, congrats, congrats. And then um, EJ brings up a good point. He'd rather lose DQ. And then he goes, if McCarthy gets the boot, it'll be the third scheme change in three years of Dak Prescott. Doubt they move off Freaky Mike. It just has to be, it has to be like a, a shitty loss to Green Bay. That's all I'm saying. Oh, so, and you know, he brought up Mike Vrabel got let loose. I don't want Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, Al Harris, or even Wink Marte- Mar- as, Martinell. Are as defensive coordinators. Replaced. Yeah. As defensive coordinators. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want Mike Vrabel. I don't want to get rid of Mike McCarthy and bring in Mike Vrabel. No, no, as DCs. Yeah, as DCs. 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 Yeah, that's DCs. not bad if, if Dan Quinn leaves. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, AJ. No problem. Um, receiving yards, of course, we know Sidarius Lamb. 135 receptions, 181 targets. Jeepers. Uh, 1,749 yards. That's 10 a game. Yeah. He averaged 10 a game. Yeah. Yeah. More okay. than that, sorry. Cause they we said we 10.1. Wanted... And we wanted a little bit more than that when we were talking, right? Uh, I think 10 targets we said, is, we is said pretty 13. good. We were saying 13. I said 15. We said 15, but 15. Re- 15 would be amazing, but an average of, like, yeah, I mean, 181 targets, 135 receptions, 1,700 yards. That's that's almost, that's, he was, before going into week seven or week 18, he had the most yards by any player in the NFL. He was 19th on the list for most yards in a season after playing 16 games. So that's, like, with, 
all the greats, right? Like the guys that only played right. 16 games. He cracked the top 20. With this game, I think he might have cracked the top 10, but of course it's with that extra game. But that doesn't take away the amazing season he had. Like he had a top 20, you could argue he had a top 20 season for a, a receiver in NFL history, right? So yep. fucking pretty, pretty cool to see. Now, Brandon Cooks, I, I'm just skipping tight ends for a quick second to look at Cooks and Gallup here. So Cooks had um, uh, 54 receptions, 657 yards, but eight touchdowns. Yep. Very respectable. And he had a 12.2 average. So, Which is what you have to look at a little bit, right? Mm, he, was, he didn't get a lot of targets. Those were all eaten up by C.D. Uh, Lamb. No biggie there. Um, but what do you think about that? We were expecting uh, 1,000 yards. Maybe that was a little crazy. I think he's... I think 800 was probably a, a, a ceiling there, but with that, with those eight touchdowns, it does kind of shift he, uh, the perspective of his season for me a little bit. I don't think we expected CD Lamb to get those 180 no. one of those targets. I expected CD Lamb to be in the range of like 140 for yeah. targets, which then that puts out another 40 targets out there. And just by looking at the law of averages, that puts another 15 receptions, 15 to 20 receptions for Cooks which bumps him up to right around that eight, 900 yards mm -hmm. plus like 10, 11 touchdowns. I think the bigger factor for his stats is that touchdown mark, right? Like he really, at the end of the year, mm -hmm. it's that one play. Yep. It's that one play they run when he's doing the out yep. to the corner, to the corner. And it's just always there. It's yep. like, it's like, we've seen that touchdown four different times and it's been on the right and left sides. And we've, we've even seen him pick up some pretty important first downs with that same type of catch. Mm -hmm. So I still love having him, and I am expecting some, like, if they go and they try to completely take CeeDee Lamb out of the game, Brandon Cooks is more than capable to still take the top off. We've seen it. There's a couple times that Dak missed him by that much, right? So, yes. But he had defenses burned. So it's not it's nothing to do with the speed factor. They just haven't really connected on that long bomb. Yeah, I think if you look at some of this, some of, like you were talking about some of CeeDee Lamb's receptions plus his yardage, and you move that down to, like, even if you take 200, 200 yards from CeeDee Lamb, and you move that down to Brandon Cooks, he's kind of hitting that 800, 900 marker. Um, definitely the first half of the season, like I think all of our guys were being vastly underutilized, and I think that obviously affects them. But at the end of the day, I don't care about individual stats. I care about team stats. Luckily, a lot of our individual stats are, are rock solid. But yeah, I want to see I want to see the team win. And when Brandon Cook steps in, he's stepping in at crucial moments. And he's I, you can't tell me that he's not making Ceedee Lamb a better receiver by being on that team. Oh, definitely. So, get your number one to be there. And if that's what he's doing, and if he's helping coaching guys up, I hope he's on the team next year. Another important. I don't, I don't want them to get rid of. Uh, no, Brandon I would Cooks like to see year. him bring him back. I th he's on a two year. Brandon Cooks is still here for okay. another year. Okay, good. But I do like to see the for the Ceedee Lamb a really important stat that yards a game, hundred and two. 102 yeah. yards a game and they even cooks you got the 41 but getting past wide receivers our our true number two yes. receiving option was jake ferguson which yeah. we weren't sold on going into the season i'm gonna ask you guys now are you sold on fergie oh yeah yeah he's definitely an impressive player and i think his stats show at 71 reception 761 yards five touchdowns so a little a little light give him three more you know, and then then we're talking uh, like that's a pr 70, 70 receptions plus seven hundred yards plus eight eight touchdowns plus. I mean, I think that's a that's what you're looking for. In your we would have been happy if you told us that was his stats at the start of the year. Oh yeah, we yeah. would have been like, okay, he's he's taking the slack of Schulte being go being gone. So I'm dying over here speaking of sleep apnea. Blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. The only the, the um kind of 
upsetting thing is is Peyton Hendershot just fell right off and uh, didn't really do much. He played. He actually seemed to be on the field a lot, but they did not look his way at all. Um, were they using him more as just a blocker? Uh, but anyways, he. I think he. <laughs> I think he got a little too feisty. Uh, for my liking, sometimes out there, I'm almost causing some penalties. Well, but they blocked though at the end of the yeah, nice punt block. On, on, on I like to see him doing oh, it yeah. for special teams. But you add Schoonmaker and Hendershot's reception yards; they're just over a hundred together. They're combined for two touchdowns. I think that's the biggest disappointment. Yeah. We prior going, I've done this a couple times this episode already. But prior to the season, we had a couple hopes and dreams for the for the tight end room, right? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, Jake Ferguson exceeded expectations. But our tight ends as a whole completely fell off for like yeah. I'm saying stat wise. Sure yeah. they've and I mean I could you could even argue it for blocking. Like our running game hasn't been as imposing as it was last year. So tight ends as a whole, I mean, not the greatest season, but they're still young. I mean, we we invested a second round pick in the 2023 draft. We uh, invested a fourth in Ferguson a couple years ago. So they're still young, right? Yeah. So like our they they could even if Ferguson keeps progressing how he is like into next season he has the attitude that i like oh for when sure you look he's at a the dog of the sidelines and you watch the game film like he's he's a dog he's a dog so i love that if scooney gets can get up to being where jake ferguson was this year and jake ferguson eclipses where he was this year and he, and he moved like even half of what fergie's yeah doing I, this that's year. A, the only thing with that is like next year if schoon has 700 yard like 700 where you're taking those yards from someone sorry i just unless I, Dak I, sorry, has 5500 sorry, yards i i wasn't ma- I, I guess i wasn't meaning total yards just definitely give give him up three 400 yards yeah that'd be okay with that three, but 400 again, yards that fucking second round pick right I, I i don't think the cowboys were completely i don't think they trusted themselves with ferguson if you could tell if you could tell the cowboys at the start of the season or before they drafted schoonmaker that ferguson was gonna have 71 receptions jake ferguson's not going second round no, Schoonmaker's not sorry, going. Sorry, Schoonmaker's They're not, not drafting we're not, we're not Schoonmaker. Drafting, second round. Drafting Schooner, yeah. Uh, defense, a big season, 109 tackles, leading tackler on the team. Total tackles, Damone Clark. Which is interesting because, like, uh, those guys, Bell and Clark are linebackers that I'm always like, yeah. where the fuck are you guys? Why aren't you making tackles? But they are. Like, they, they're making tackles. Like, Damone Clark had a 70 solo. Marquez Bell had 61. Yeah. That's a lot of damn tackles, right? Like, it just sometimes... It's the where they were tackling. Yeah, that could be it. They're not, yeah. Which, but I do like to see that our linebackers, and they have Bell as listed as a safety, which we know he's a linebacker right now. Um, it's in, it's nice to see that they are our two top tacklers, because that's how it should be. Your two inside guys should have the most tackles. Yeah, and Don O'Dub finishing up uh, with a strong end to the season. His last couple games were really good, and he certainly came to play. Um, did he have a uh, forced fumble and interception? No, J. Lou had the forced fumble and the interception, but uh, Wilson had an interception, though. A very back-to-back games with interceptions. Right. Yeah, so um, happy with that. And, and oh, and uh, that's what I wanted to point out. You just said his name, Jordan Lewis. Three oh. forced fumbles. Yeah, man. This season. He's so. ripping and gripping. Ripping and gripping. And, and yeah, J. Lou, the last couple games, I mean, exactly where you want to see that player be playing going into the... Like, how many times when we watch, we're like, who do they fucking target? They target Jay Lou. Everybody else is locked in. Start of the season. Else. Even, yeah. So mid-season. First, yeah, mid-season. That first Eagles game. And so, like, around that first Eagles game, whatever, week six? Yeah, something like that. Seven, yeah, week eight, we, something like that. Right around there, every single time a big play was happening, it was usually on Jay Lou. So, it's nice to see 
that getting uh, like his last four or five games have he's been playing been fucking, very very well. Been doing great. It's awesome. Love it. We don't have the snap count, but I'd love to see uh, Sam Williams snap, uh, sacks to snap count ratio compared to Dorrance Armstrong on Michael Parsons, like his actual defensive snaps. Yeah, his, like where he's actually rushing the passer. Yeah, because he, he ended up our top three sack uh, leaders, of course, Michael Parsons, 14. Then Dorrance Armstrong, who had a couple big games, so this might look a little inflated, but still ended up with, with seven and a half sacks on the season. Then Sam Williams, uh, four and a half sacks. So those are our top three boys. And, Defense! Uh, yeah, Demarcus Lawrence and Dante Fowler Jr. each had four sacks as well. So you know who kind of fell off, guys, a little bit because uh, we're talking about J. Lou kind of picking up at the start of the or at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Osa? Osa, yeah, Osa Odigizu. Uh, Osa was at the start of the season was fuck. Uh, he was playing. He was probably one of our best players. And you know when it kind of fell off once our big guy, big big Hank, was off the field. Yeah. So then Osa Johnny was getting Osa was getting the double teams right. But an interesting one of our, our favorite things were TFL boys up in this motherfucker, right? Oh, uh, them TFLs. Let's check out those them TFLs, bae. Look at that. Micah Parsons with 18 tackles for losses. That's that's legit. I don't know where that ranks him in, in the NFL, but just looking at the team, it puts him right up there. You got D-Law with 10, and then Osa Odigizua with 9. And then Sam Williams, like AJ had said, it, he has 7. No, like he, 5. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Dorrance Doro has seven. Has, yeah. Okay, but five again. Five with limited. We know that Sam Williams is getting limited amount of snaps. My guess is next year you don't see a guy like Fowler Jr. on the team, and Sam Williams gets a bigger role where where Fowler was in there. So, so the leading tackle for a loss is uh, Daniel Hunter, linebacker, I believe for uh, is that uh, Minnesota Vikings? Max Crosby. Um, what are their numbs? Oh, sorry, 23 for both those guys. Oh, wow. 21 for Khalil Mack, 20 for Jesus. Awusu Koramoa. I can't see how it looks, but that you, you sounded you sounded like you nailed oh, AJ's it. AJ's right in there on his freaking stat boy grass. He's just bringing it Whoa. up. Go outside, nerd. This is a... Get out. This has AJ written all over it, this, this is one. This just Stat Muse. Nothing, nothing wild. And, and keep in mind, Stat Muse is sometimes wrong, but it gives us a close call anyways if it, if it is. Uh, and Watt, 19, and then Parsons uh, with 18. And did we... Are sacks considered TFLs? Yeah, they are, I think. Um, it, we thought they weren't, but... I, yeah, I can't remember if we figured that out or not. Because then the Hunter and a couple of these guys have 20 sacks, so it's, like, not as impressive. I mean, the sack number is, but... When I think TFL, I'm thinking like you took a running back down or or a wide receiver down behind the line of scrimmage, which is an impressive impressive play if you did it 23 times. But looking at these, because most of these top guys are all defensive ends, it's got to be probably in, it included with sacks, right? Actually, um, it is it is a sack and a tackle for a loss are two different st- statistics. So TFL separate. This is what I'm reading. Okay. Could be could be incorrect. Um, oh, that's the uh, CFL rulebook. <laughs> They're, they're subsets of tackles, so maybe they're all together under tackles. It's like a subreddit. Chat, do you know, are TFLs and sacks combined, or is a sack combined for a TFL? I'm saying no. It shouldn't be. Like no. it, it shouldn't be because it's kind of double That's dipping. That's what we it's, originally thought. It's double dipping a stat, right? Where, is, like, every yeah. other stat's its own separate it's either entity, right? It's it's not a double. Like, a, a TFL, because a 2300. A sack is a TFL. It is. But it's but it's, oh, it is. But I'm thinking like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, though, like a sack, but it's on the quarterback. So it's right. like a sack and then a TFL would be on any other player, any uh, any other player other than a quarterback behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. 
Okay. But anyways, we can confirm that with our uh, with chat. It's a tricky um, one. But yeah, the, not not a bad season. Um, so they did have all pro lists come out today too, and just off the top of my head, they do it. They did it a weird way where it's just showing the all uh, the the press, the all the press guys that voted. I was gonna say EJ Savage saying I don't think they're considered TFLs. However, you got to think about design QB runs and or QB sneaks that get stopped short. Right, which is it gets mu mucky when you start yeah. doing that. But I imagine the NFL, but the I NFL's think any adding that up. Anytime a quarterback is tackled behind the line of scrimmage, regardless of it should running, be a sack. It's a sack, yeah. Okay. I believe it should be. If I tackled the quarterback, even if it was on yeah, a design run, but it was behind the line of scrimmage, I want that sack number, baby. Yeah, I Get don't think they sack, can. Baby. I don't think they can. I want that boosh number, baby. Oh, I want that boosh. But um, uh, so the all pro teams came yeah. out today, and guys that I, I know made the all pro team. I think they still have guys that they're going to bring out. But AJ has it up here. You have CD Lamb, who made it as all pro one for wide receiver. You have. Oh, shit. Tyler Smith made it? I think they fucked up. Did Tyler Smith make it? I don't know. This shit. Is, this is from USA Today. Oh, okay. So both our guards made it. Just came out. But Tyler Smith didn't make the Pro Bowl. Like, that's so weird. January 10th. Interesting. Dak, I like to see that. Dak didn't make it. But these are different. These are voted differently, right? Yeah. So, well, this is voted separately. So you got the the National Football League Players, Players Associate. Associate. So the, the PA. And... Uh, 14 of 30 players selected made the NFL PA All-Pro team for the second consecutive year. Here's the full list voted. And then the only difference is they do have, usually there's more. So right now, this is just the the, the, the first offense. team. Well, no, there's first team and there's second team. But there's usually more than one quarterback that gets All-Pro. I'm pretty sure. I might just be talking about Matt. Josh Allen got Josh Allen got it over Dak. Okay, so Josh Allen got it over and Dak. The chat was bitching about it earlier. But CeeDee Lamb... Tyler Smith and Zach Martin, three all pros on offense. There you go. And then what do they have defense up here too? I don't, uh, Micah Parson just didn't make it, but Deron Bland, our boy, Deron not so bland, second year player, all hey, pro, there baby. He is. That's what we like to see, man. Uh, that's sweet. It is weird how these lists are so different. Like, I'm sure there's a lot, but just from a Cowboys perspective, how these lists are different from the, okay, so this is, Pro Bowl, pro team, all pro, all pro, yeah. Which is the actual like legit. You if you had a choice, like Tyler Smith didn't make the Pro Bowl, but he made an All Pro. You'd rather be an All Pro player voted than, on by your yeah by the the Associated Press over just a, a game that you go play flag football, right? Yeah, you just don't get a trip to. Is it in Hawaii right now this year? Or is it somewhere weird? I think it's Hawaii. It's usually, but it might be somewhere else. An interesting one on the defense. You got Pat Sertan, who we mm -hmm. we were. That's who I wanted them to draft. Until he got picked before us, then we took Micah Parsons. So, I mean, I, I scouted him, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you called it. Roquan <laughs> Smith <laughs> makes <laughs> makes uh, off-ball linebacker, too. Well, and we wanted the Cowboys. We wanted, to, we wanted, we wanted Roquan Smith when, when he was up, and they were trying to trade him from Chicago. I was like, go get that motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, like, EJ, he would have made this team insane. EJ's saying this is separate from the AP All-Pro. This is the NFL PA All-Pro that we're looking at. Oh, okay. Well, shit, they got too many lists. This if, is just who they think it's going to be? This is NFL Players All-Pro. Okay. Yeah, this is the NFL PA. So, so the, it's not the uh, Associated Press yet? No. So which one's the main one? The AP one? Associated Press is like the, the, the one that actually gets put in. And then he... So EJ's saying this is only voted on by the players. Oh. The NFL PA one that we're looking at right which now. Which you could... I, Pretty positive that the guys you're looking at right now are, are going to be... Yeah, well, I, yeah, I saw the, the list too. The National Football Players Association. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, the second annual. So what the fuck? So the the the, the all pro list not come out yet? Then I guess. EJ Savage, the AP is the big one. Yeah, AP Associated Press is the the big guy. Which they fuck you up here by just NFL PA AP. They should just be separate entities. Yeah, and this one goes up to Math and Michael Clark. AJ's already fucking blast. So yeah, I don't uh, I don't see the AP. I just see the NFL players. Okay, okay, so. Must so the all the all and that's why I was getting confused because usually on the the um, AP one there's multiple quarterbacks right yeah first and second well there's uh, even on the first team there's usually two and then there's a second team yeah and then a ninth team uh, <laughs> police bow in chat says go Packers and I say go fuck yourself <laughs> hey so we coming for you cheeseheads nom 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 so fuck will you shut the fuck up. Let's um, going into playoff talk. Mm. Playoffs. Actually, we'll save this for. We'll, we'll go into playoff talk, and there's a there's a question <laughs> I I have, but we'll we'll discuss that down here. So we got the Dallas Cowboys hosting those three. Yep. We didn't have it on the list, and I was as I was building out. Can we look at our power rankings? How did we end the season? Did they do an end of season power no. rankings? There's no power rankings. Okay. Done in week 18. Okay. So we finished three. Yeah, which makes sense. The only the only two teams I'm putting ahead of us are the Niner, the Nine Nerds, and the Ra the Ravens. Okay, sweet. The Ravens. Okay. The Ra Ravens. Crack them if you got them, baby. So we got the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers for the Wild Card Weekend here, one thirty p.m. PST on Sunday. That's three thirty CST. Or Love that 4 time. Four thirty EST. Yeah, it's a great time. Uh, our show will kick off one hour before the game does right here on youtube.com slash at Cowboys Can Fan. So if you're listening to this, hop over, come join us for the game. Or just search uh, Cowboys Can Fan. C-A-N-F-A-N, you know, like Canadian fan. If you're hearing uh, we'll this, show up yeah, if you're hearing the this, old Google. If you're hearing this anywhere else and you've never watched our YouTube show, you see how it sounds. I'm definitely fatter than you think my voice sounds. <laughs> 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 Not that fat. Oh. Like fat with a pH. But and it, after we win, you'll see me shirtless. So there oh, you go. Shirtless Santa hits different after but a win. You're svelte when that shirt comes off. Oh, I'm all jacked up and blotchy from all the booze. Like a seven, <laughs> like a, an early 1900s lumberjack. <laughs> I, yeah, no muscle mass, just like just bulk. Just beer, beer, no water. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking bloat. Just uh, bloat. I, I go to the wide shot here, and I totally forgot you had your mannequin beside you. I have literally not been looking at your mannequin <laughs> that you've had. That's, to that's, good. that's Tony Romo right there that's, beside that's me. That's Tony Go Romo? <laughs> no, no. Tony Ghost Romo. Yeah, Tony Ghost. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, guys, Gilmore and T. Smith are likely to play in today's game. That's that's not good for the for the cheeseheads. Man, and I what I what we were talking about during the live stream which we do like AJ said every Sunday during the Cowboys games. Right. Uh Gilmore we were hoping was just a popped out collarbone. Mm -hmm. And what look to our our happiness that's all it was. They went back in there and just did one of these. Yeah. One and of those just popped her right back in there. And probably decided you know, let's just keep you out for yeah, this there's, one. You don't need to go back in you today. Go back Guaranteed in. if it's like a playoff game, playoff. Oh, yeah. Playoffs. Or an important game, Gilly's going back. 100%. Give him that needle, whatever the hell is in it, that magic NFL needle. Boost me up! Boost, Boost up. me up, baby! Well, dislocated shoulder. I mean, I've seen uh, Riggs multiple times dislocate his shoulder and then slam it up against the wall and put it back, and then he was, went to go arrest people. Who? Riggs from uh, Lethal Weapon. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, the thing is, like, sometimes it'll just, but 
if it if it's happened once, there's a good chance it's gonna pop out again. Because it's like, weak, like it's moving it's and it's like and lubed so up or something. It, I think it really depends on how it how it did, but great news. And actually, just on the Cowboys injury, let's just look at who we oh, we still have. Uh, uh, Gilmore still questionable. Uh, so is Hankins, but it looks like T. Smith, Tyler, is no longer on wow. the injury report. Interesting. Ooh. At least on at least uh, on the PFF. one. He, he was in limited. He was limited in practice today, so he was practicing. Okay. Like I mean, like you were saying, it sounds like it's a bad thing, but once it kind of pops or it hurts, it it actually it's very quickly to heal. It heals, and it's a pain factor thing. Like you can't hurt it now that his plantar fasciitis is like popped or torn, whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah. It's not like a, a knee where it tears or a muscle where it tears. It's a, it's purely a pain tolerance type thing. Mm. So ju- boost them, juice them up with whatever you need to right in the heel. Take Imagine getting heel. a shot right in the heel or like in the Achilles. Yeah. A needle yeah. right in there. That's oh. horror movie shit right there. Um, you know what it was? It's because him and uh, Sammy Dubs don't tie their damn suit. I know, like, <laughs> right? That, that, that does. Did Tyler Smith not have his shoes tied either? When I don't know. There? Oh, probably. Sam Williams definitely was I'm walking gonna... around without shoes tied. Yeah, just. Casual, I, like that, that, that type of is that height. Like that style? Sam, I don't know that type of height on Sam Williams. Like, I'm not gonna fucking bend down and tie my shoe yeah, up. Maybe that's they how exhausted was. you'd get. If tired. I would have noticed, I would have been like, "Hey man, can I tie your shoes for you? Let me tie your shoes." We got a big game. Down. We got a big game coming up this week. Oh, weekend. dude, he'd fucking boot you in the face. The way, like, maybe. the way Sammy Dove looked too. He was almost dressed like a grade sixer, <laughs> like with his shoelaces <laughs> untied, and like obviously he looks like a fucking a uh, giant of a man i liked his truck i'll uh, say yeah, yeah but his truck was i'll huge. send you that clip after this and you can post it yeah did we get his shoes in it yeah i have of course i have a full body <laughs> shot um chris haynes is in the chat saying go packs go oh, haynes! Christopher haynes! Haynes. i told him haynes i love you buddy but packs are going down bud. they have to these heads are getting eaten hey but chris haynes make sure you like and subscribe and uh tune in on sun uh, on sunday dog i do want to i do want to say one thing to cowboys fans because i i feel a little bit this way this week there's been a lot of history with the Ca- the Cowboys Packers. The Cowboys and Packers, their last ten games, the mm-hmm. Packers are actually nine and one. Uh, going back to 2014 and playoff history, playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs. You got the Des Bryant catch no catch in the divisional round in Green Bay, which the Cowboys go on to lose. Tony Romo's last playoff game, playoff as a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Then you have Dak Prescott's rookie season, where he had an absolute barn burner of a game. And Aaron Rodgers and the Packers march down in overtime to kick a game-winning field goal. So as Cowboys fans, yes, we have a little bit of Cowboys PTSD. And you're worried about this. You see the Packers and you get a little bit worried about this. What I want to say about that is from the Cowboys teams on defense, the only player that's still on that on this team that was in that game is Demarcus Lawrence. The only offensive players were, that were in that last playoff game against the Packers playoffs. are Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, and Dak Prescott. I'm I'm not sure if Mike McCarthy was the Packers' head co- coach in 2016. I'm pretty sure he was. So you got to even think it that way. That yeah. game was so long ago that our head coach was the head coach of the Packers, right? So any PTSD you have from these losses against the Packers, you can't think of it in that way, not to mention those teams had Aaron Rodgers, right? I will give the Packers their their credit, though. Jordan Love has had a very good season. I'd say beside Dak Prescott, his numbers, just glancing at them, are some of the better in the NFL. He had 32 touchdowns and 11 interceptions, a 90-something rating. Like, the guy can play quarterback, right? So, but I still, us at home, it's different teams. We're beating the Packers. Yeah, the, the history is fun to look at, but 
after, I mean, dog shit. After three or four years, when those teams have turned over, it's not you can't really compare four or five years ago to what's the teams today. Um, even if you look at the crack, crack, even, even if you look at the Bucks, right? We lost to the Bucks uh, in the pro uh, in two two years yeah. in a row, yeah, yeah. and then last year in the postseason. We beat them, right? So you you can't, and that was just in within a season or two of each other, right? So every season's a different game, but yeah. I I know the anxiety level for Cowboys fans. You just see that Packer logo, and you know it's at AT and T, and you know it's the wild card. It gets it does get a little dicey. Well, the calls have been uh, somewhat not go- well. I should say this: the calls haven't been going so hardly against so hard against us. So we got that TGR good fortune coming our way. But let's that, the, the calls. I was going to bring it up when we were going to rapid recap. Totally thought about it. But last game's refing was pretty good. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, compar- comparative play. to, like, a bunch of the games. They like, let shit go. I think what? the last couple games. The Detroit game especially. Yeah, the Detroit, <laughs> yeah. Detroit game was perfect refing. Um, bi- some noticeable injuries here for the Packers on a, on a Wednesday uh, evening is uh, Jones. But both halfbacks, Jones and Dylan. Um, Jones has a leg injury and Dylan has a, a head injury. They're both questionable. P. Smith, not sure who he is, the edge. He's got a leg injury. But then the other two kind of significant um, uh, players of note is Romeo Dobbs, wide yeah, receiver, yeah, Dobbs, Dobbs. torso injury, and Jay Alexander, quarterback arm injury. That's a weird one, hey? Torso? Yeah. Well, I think Dobbs, that happened last game, I believe, early. Is so that like pel- pelvis? Like your pelvis or something? Just like or is that your stomach? chest or stomach or something like okay. that. Like, like. I get, I'm guessing like, that. What would you say? Tor- torsos, nipples to balls? Is that your torso region? Nipples or, to, or belly button? Nipples to top of cock. <laughs> <laughs> nipples to top. TOC. TOC. Jair Alexander. Him being out, it would be would be decent. They'll both. They'll all play. All the questionable guys are playing. They might all play, but it's just interesting to note. Like, will they be at a hundred? No one. Again, no one's at a hundred percent by this time in the season. But uh, you know, if if there isn't if if they're not playing 100, percent that bodes well for the boys. And the reason that uh, I kind of wanted to I, actually Jones here was not on earlier today or yesterday when I looked. Really, so he's been a new new addition. It might have just been because he hasn't practiced okay. until Wednesday. Okay, Zagama like Beach. But huh? um, the he, here's some. Fun Aaron Jones stats. Ooh, I like that you did some fucking intel there. No, it, it came from uh, actually a Packers website, which had this, this really cool thing called the dope sheet, which we, we could bring up and just look at some quick stats. Oh, okay. They had like 100. But anyways, Aaron Jones, he's had four 100 rushing yards this season. One, uh, four 100 or 100 rushing yards or more games. 100 yard, yeah, games. Yeah. Four three, 100 rushing yard games. Three more than TP20. Yeah, and the Packers are 4-0 and oh when Aaron um, Jones runs for over 100 yards or 100 yards. Shit. And Aaron Jones has played against the Cowboys three times in his career, totaling 370 rushing yards on 62 attempts. That's a 6.0 average with six Ooh. touchdowns. Ooh. Blah, blah, blah. I know we're not going to take that into account because um, the uh, he's the only player with three 100 rushing yards against Dallas since 2017. So it is somewhat He's an outlier, outlier relevant, basically. But I think that's the matchup for me to watch in this game, not to jump the the ship right to that conversation, but Aaron Jones, if we can keep him contained, it's going to really help help the Cowboys, especially if um, 
let's say Dobbs and Alexander are not out there uh, able to contain or, or catch the ball as well as they should, that's going to give the boys just a little bit of a step up. We contain Aaron Jones. It could be the recipe to victory. But if Aaron Jones starts running all over us, we know how that can end with the Cowboys. Yeah, you definitely don't want... I think 125 is kind of anything over than 125 is no bueno. Like a team, like team rushing yards. You yeah, don't even want. if it's Jones himself getting 125. Oh, if, if Jones himself is getting 125, I'm I'm going to be that guy saying we probably lost that game. Well, <laughs> the question I would have, not that we have to go down uh, deep down into stats, but like what what who are the teams that he played and what was the offensive score from those other teams? Yeah, that that they, that he won. Because, okay, great. Aaron More than likely, if you're running for 100 yards, though. You're controlling the ball for a lot of the time. Yeah, you ha- you're you at least in the game. Like, if you're getting blown out in losses or behind, you're not you're, you're running backs more than likely not getting 100 yards. You're, it's actually you're in the third, fourth quarter, you're handing it to them. But, yeah, that would I, – I, you're right. I'm going to – Like, I like I feel like this, like this is going to probably be a pretty high-scoring game. If 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 Green Bay's offense can continue to produce what they have been producing, and they're hitting Aaron Jones in our in our holes <laughs> in, on their defense, mm-hmm. and by like that I mean ears, our fucking, ears, ears or, or mouth. Not our ear Are holes. you an ear hole guy or, or a fucking, mouth hole guy? A fucking run hole guy. That's what that, <laughs> that's what that is. I'm a run hole guy. Um, I just yeah. This this might be a this might have to come down to a gun show. We've been talking yep. about having a gun show. And we haven't seen a lot of gun shows. I when don't want to see a gun show. When Dak, when Dak, when Dak throws down, he's fucking skinning that smoke wagon. When the other team's at like ten or fucking under twenty, I want Dak in a baseball hat in the fourth. So yeah, the last that wouldn't that be great? The last three games for Green Green Bay, um, Jones has ran 127 yards versus Carolina for the dub, 120 yards versus Minnesota for the dub, and 111 yards versus Chicago for the dub. So no one crazy. So this is perfect. I, I, feel, and great, that's a per- I feel great about that. That's right? a perfect segue just for a quick one. I was mm-hmm. looking at yeah. their I was looking at the uh, Green Bay Packers record their schedule. So the, yeah, they won their last three games and you just named them off. They yeah. beat they beat the Bears, they beat the Vikings and they beat the Panthers, right? Yeah. That's nothing to really be too scared of. The two games prior to that, they lost to the Buccaneers and then they lost to the Giants. So in their last 5 games, they're 3 and 2. But the level of competition that they beat and then lost to, as Cowboys fans, we've fucking he- heard this all season, right? About who we've played and how big of a deal it is. I don't think it's as important. Teams match up against each other way differently. So it I don't t- put that much credence into it, but when you name the teams that he ran 100 yards on, like uh, yeah. the Cowboys beat, the Cowboys beat Carolina, the Cowboys did we play the Vikings this year? No, we didn't play the Vikings or the Bears. I mean, we played the Vikings last year, and it was forty-three nothing when we. But played you know, the Vikings and, and, last year. but you know what I mean, like because we were there in person. But so. we played, we played the Giants, we played against the Giants, and we smoked them. But again, you can play that with any team. So yeah, but at least it wasn't like they ran. At least Aaron Jones isn't coming on against say the Chargers, the Rams, and I'm trying to pick another team, the Detroit, like teams that, they that play we this year. teams yeah. that we have like on par defenses well, with. Right, l- l- exactly. Do you how much of a because the big narrative right now that all the fucking analysts and everybody's talking about is how young this Packers team is. They have 15 players that are under the age of 25. So I think their medium they have the, they're they're the youngest team to ever make a playoff. Really, playoffs. collectively, like. In terms of the amount of players, their average age, mm-hmm. their average age, yeah, they have 15 players who are like 20. Uh, actually, I don't think tw- I think it's under 24. 
some of the, some of these guys have never even played in a big college game. So that's my thing that you can you can spin that both ways, right? You can spin that both ways, and right now the the media is spinning it as it's a good thing. Like I I watched that one clip when we were sitting here before going live, and I, I watched about five seconds of it because it drove me nuts instantly. That I, it's just confusing how a nine and eight team. Everyone wants the Packers to beat the Cowboys. If you're not a Cowboys fan you're cheering against the Cowboys. That's just how it is. Yeah. Nobody that's out. No one's like, oh, I, like how many games do you watch and not give a fuck who wins or lose? Yeah. Almost every game I watch, I don't care who wins or lose. If the Cowboys are playing and you're not a Cowboys fan, you're they're more than likely they're hoping for the Cowboys to lose. Just p- PSA, listen to who is trying to uh, push that, that square object into a round hole, okay? What has their... Um, what has their perspective been on Dak Prescott the entire season? What they're wanting to have happen is, I, and I'm leading to, I'm guessing that they were probably saying Dak is trash all season, and then he, you know, came around and showed him what's up. So they're just waiting for a moment for Dak to lose or stumble so that they can say, look, I was right the entire time. Dak isn't that guy. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And, like, fair enough, but that's why we're, like, it's kind of their their – the way I look at it is the analysts are just trying to wish something. Like if they if they guess Cowboys win and Cowboys win, nothing. Yeah, right. It's only if Cowboys lose, and even if they say Cowboys win, but cow, uh, sorry, Cowboys lose, but cow, but the Cowboys win, they can still come back and say yes. But they this, kick it. They kick the can. Kick the can. Kick the can. Yeah, but that was a nine and eighteen. They'll be saying a nine and eighteen. <laughs> or Ad had mentioned it earlier. I, th- I think before you got here, AJ, that with the in it, the experience thing, well, they beat a team that's the youngest team in the in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, right? like there's, yeah, there's, yeah, exactly. There's going to be something yes. no matter what well, happens. Uh, so uh, our boy, uh, Barry Grant Jr. of the Oligan Podcast. What up, Barry? What's up? He goes, they have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Dallas will move the ball on them easily. Biggest issue I have is, one, will they be locked in, in capitals? In the Mike McCarthy area, they have come out flat. Yeah. That's the Cowboys. They have. They're their last. I mean, the Bucks game, they didn't. The Bucks game is different, but. That's the anyways. I know what Barry's saying against San Fran, and they're both their losses, like games they've lost. The team didn't show up until the second half. I mean, they scored twelve fucking points against San Fran. Like, if you want to win, you got to be you got to be firing on all cylinders, and you got to be hyped up. Like, you can't get down. You can't spot. You can't spot this team with running backs like Jones and Dylan. You can't spot them any points. You no. need to take your best way to get their two best players, who I think, or at least one of their best players, and Jones, yeah. out of the game is to fucking score in the first quarter. That's their best bet. And then put it on Jordan Love to have to throw the ball. So the Cowboys can't can't concede any fucking points. They need to come out, and Barry's right. They got to be hyped up, man. They got to be like, oh, I'm feeling right now talking about it. Yeah. I mean, just give me the give me the the ability to play. <laughs> oh my goodness, Cowboys can't fan anthems out there running the, <laughs> run, running the ball. Looking like a 1900s lumberjack. Um, Barry Grant Jr., uh, let's get you on pregame on Sunday uh, for the show. Yep, and uh, and we'll we're here here a little bit. Bo, there's one guy in the chat, Police Bo, and he's a Packers fan. He's he keeps not everyone's his, perfect. <laughs> he keeps giving a couple little quips. So I want I'm going to ask while we're keep talking. Tell me why you think your cheeseheads are going to destroy us. And don't use, like, he's using things like uh, Cowboys uh, get in front of real teams' way, or he goes, too much pressure on the Cowboys, they'll fold. Like, tell me, give me, from a, a fan's perspective, because you're a Packers fan, tell me why you think your Packers are going to beat our Cowboys. And also, please, Bo, uh, like and subscribe and come join us on yeah, Sunday to watch Sunday. the game. Yeah, Sunday, watch the game. So Packers. I can call you a bitch again. Yeah, and you can meet Ultra Cowboy on Sunday, that's for yeah. sure. So, with a victory 
over the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. Just a um, kind of who would you want to want to would you rather see if the and tell me if I get this right, Chad. I'm sure will. If the Lions win, we'll play the Lions. Yep. Reporter has an outside outside shot of playing this weekend. Um, so that's a big loss that's for a big them. Loss. Man. Holy, that's a big loss. especially because the Lions. Good team, scary team, but they're kind of, it seems like they're walking on glass or eggshells a little. Like with, you know, if golf slips up, like we've seen them lose some Cowboys as well. So I'm not like saying, oh, this is a, a thing with the, the Lions only, but we've seen them also lose some weird ones. Weird ones. as So and that Laporte is arguably there. I mean, you got Aminor on. Yeah. Uh, but Laporta's the, big the, part of that big offense. part of that offense. And if the Lions lose, which could have a chance if Porter's not out there, then we'll play the winner of Eagles or Tampa Bay. Correct. Who are you wanting to So see? that so and, and actually so the Lion the Lions are playing who are the Lions playing? Oh shit. Got me. It's cuz no cuz that comes into to play. The Lions are playing one sec, yeah. The Lions are playing the Rams. So if the Rams beat the Lions, Rams, okay. If the Rams beat the Lions and then it would depend what the Bucks and Eagles game do. So if the Rams beat them, we're either p- playing the Rams or the winner of the of the Bucks um Eagles game cuz it goes lowest to highest, right? right? Yeah. So it can go three ways. We can play three teams. We're either playing the Lions, the Rams or the Lions, Bucks. Rams, or, or Bucks. Or Bucks. We can't play. Well, we won't play the Eagles because if the Eagles win, they'll they'll play. No Eagle. So the only way is 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 if L.A. No, we we have uh, Detroit has to win. Actually, how the hell do we play Philly? I don't think we can play. That's Philly. what I mean. I don't think we can. We can't play Philly as as no. at two. No, because so it, the three teams is Bucks. We we're either playing the Bucks, the Rams, or the Detroit. Detroit. But let's hope that we're playing it, any of those teams. I'm fine, honestly, with, uh, yeah, yeah, like, not to get too far ahead, but the f- the wild card here is what we got to focus on and get through. But at least that divisional, we can hang with those teams. And it's at home. And if it's we're in home. the divisional, it's at, it's at home, it's which, at is, home. which is huge. But I got a question, and it's just uh, back to the, the Packers game. Yeah. And, AJ, I know you brought it up earlier as your biggest matchup. You, you're mm-hmm. talking – you're thinking it's going to be Jones and what he does against the Cowboys defense. Is that yeah. your big matchup? Yeah. And I'll call out the, I'll call out Bell and uh, Marquise Bell and Damone Clark to be our run stop linebackers. Um, I, I know that we saw that they ha- had some pretty impressive numbers in terms of tackles more than what we thought I should say. Uh, but they're going to need to have to come up a little closer and, and not allow those big rushes. Um, so I, you know, it could be against the defense as a whole, but just to put like some players' names on it, Clark and and Bell. Add what do you got for the a matchup that you're looking forward to watching? I caught you on the spot. Do you want me to give you a sec? I'm sorry. Somebody trying to talk to me while I'm working. <laughs> you, because I, I got one. If you yeah, want to, if you, you want to marinate yours, and mine's actually the flip side of AJ's. So I was looking okay. through, I was looking through Packer stats earlier today, and mine is Tony Pollard or our running game. You could, you could put. Dowdle in that versus the Green Bay's linebackers, who are their two leading tacklers also. So Walker and Mick, I think it's McDuffie or McDuffle. I think it's McDuffie is their other linebacker. And they had like 108, uh, Walker, Quay Walker had 108 tackles, 70 solo. And then D- Duffy had, McDuffie had something up there too. So my, I'm interested to see how those dudes play against our running backs. 
Are you want me to bring that up, or are you you're just looking? No, I'm just looking. Duffy, I'm trying to find that guy. And then go to uh, go back up to the top, AJ, and switch it to yeah, try the. And w- and while he's doing that, Eric Castillo kind of confirmed. Ram- so just when we were talking, because that's what I was all messed up about. I was looking through chat. Rams win, they play San Francisco. We play winner of Eagles Bucks. Lions win. That's who we'll play next. What did he say? Sorry. So if Rams win, they'll play San Francisco. So yeah. If Rams beat Detroit, they play San Francisco. We play. We would play the winner of Eagles versus Bucks. Yeah. If yeah. the Rams win. And then if Lions win, that's who we're going to be playing. It Lions, but then we could also play against. There's three teams we can play. I read this today: Detroit, Tampa Bay, Philly, yeah, or Detroit. San Francisco plays the if, lowest if, seed team. So if Tampa Bay, if Tampa Bay beats Philly, and Detroit beats, um, and Los Angeles Rams beat Detroit, we play against Tampa Bay. Yep. If Philly right? beats Tampa Bay and Los Angeles Rams beat Detroit, we play yeah, against Philly. Fucking scenario. Hey, boys. Wild card weekend. Wild card weekend. There's six good football games. You got two on two Saturday, three Sunday, and, and one, one Monday. and one Monday. So that's and I like that we're as far as game times go. I wouldn't have minded the night game on the Saturday, mm-hmm. but I'm glad we're not the night game on Sunday night, and I'm glad we're not the Monday night game. I'm glad we're right in the middle on Sunday. Yeah, like the one thirty for us is fine. I don't mind that. It's it's a good time for us. We usually it's you have time to get ready in the morning, get out here. It's the ten a.m. game would be the worst, right? And then I don't want to play the Monday nighter. We played the Monday nighter last year against Tampa. I didn't like it. Tuesday we hung over at work was awful. I, I, it, it was terrible. <laughs> uh, Barry's good for the pregame. Perfect. Uh, my my, uh, my matchup, I think, and because I heard I've hear, heard it a little bit in terms of what's going to happen, and I think in, when I go back to being a gun show, yeah, I think my matchup is CD Lamb versus if their cor- if their main cornerback is this Jar Alexander, then I want to see CD C- Lamb. Take the top off of him. Dunk I think on he, him. I think he's dunked on a lot of better, a lot better cornerbacks this year, and I and I don't see it being, uh, I don't see it being a cause or a case this season. So I definitely think Ceedee Lamb's gonna fucking have a game. Hundo. Yeah. You think he's having a hundo? I think he's. I think he's going. I, I think he's gonna be pushing one seventy five this game. Oh, that sounds like Ooh. a bowl. That sounds I, like I, a little. I, I do. Did you just show us the tip of your wiener with that call out right there? Well, we're pack of eighty eights. Yep. Which and I'm saying one seventy five, which means Ceedee Lamb's now gonna have not a very good game. No, you gotta go with your. You gotta back it. Yeah. This we'll get year. into that. I like that you have that. So AJ, what do you got up here? <clears throat> just before we do our bolds and score predictions, I just found this. Uh, oh, oh, this actually goes back to to what we were talking about. Certain. No, this goes back to the week 18. You were asking about power rankings. Well, they don't have that, but I found this that's kind of like a power ranking. Okay, let's get one of these in the system, too. We haven't got one of these yet. There today. it is. There nice is. little okay, handle. There we go. The Tag Team Champions of the World! And hey, po- Police Bob, Police Bo, or Police Bob, and all the other fucking cheeses out there, we got... We got two words for you! Take it. I don't miss um, my leg that for anyone usually like that. We got a we got a new writer though, Cynthia Freeland. Much better looking profile photo, at least. I mean, like it's fucking tiny. Hey, that's an AI grainy. photo, dude. That's an AI photo. <laughs> but we got NFL playoffs. Which AFC NFC teams are most likely to hit Super Bowl LV one one one? I think I like that number. I think that's fifty eight. That's easy to remember. LV one one one. Who will lift the Lombardi? She doubles down. She didn't need this. 
She didn't need this title, this second part of the title, but Ooh, just wow. getting more SEO in there. SEO, I like it. Well, she wanted to get Lombardi Trophy in there. That's that's the only reason for that second sentence. So, where what we can either do the number like one through whatever I guess where the Cowboys are ranked, or do you want to guess the percentage of the chance that they have to win? Say it one more time. So there's a number like we usually guess the number. I think that's probably easiest. Yeah. But they also on this. They give a number also? They have a, per- Ooh, a percentage chance. Let's fucking do both. Let's do both. Okay, okay, okay. So what's the scenario? What's the, the, the I'm scenario? leading out three. I think they're going to give Cowboys third, third best chance. And then percentage, I'm going with they're giving them like a, I'm going to go just a nice round number, 20% chance. They're having to stare down over there. Okay, yeah, I definitely will say I can't pick three. Fuck no, you can't, bitch. Four, sure. (laughs) And uh, actually, but you can win either way. Like you get there's there's two things out here. You might not get the position rank right, but you could guess the percentage. That's why this is fun. Uh, four, and I think they're gonna have them like a forty percent chance. Okay. Four and with a forty percent chance. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm just I'm just bringing that up. Uh, I'm glad you're not an analytics guy. I do. I I did accidentally see the percent, so I won't guess percent. But I can't remember where. So they you were. know, ads way fucking off with AJ asking him. <laughs> give a dev, give a different one. Give a different one. Forty percent. Well, forty percent at four. Go outside, nerd. Means that you've got get out. Go. You've got sixty percent to spread amongst the other. Forty percent. Forty percent at one or two is high. Okay. In my listen, mind. listen. Listen. I didn't understand. Hey, but if, if that's what, no, if that's what you, if that's the, if that's the kind of, um, uh, I didn't, I didn't understand the assignment. No, but if that's what you're going into the game with, I like that. That's. Confidence. I thought it was like they have a forty percent, forty percent chance at winning. But it's a pie chart. You got, you got to think of sorry. every other team. Sorry, there. sorry, sorry. You got I would 100%. reverse it. Sixty percent chance. What? That's even more. That's even crazier. Okay, I don't understand the assignment. Okay, so imagine there's a hundred percent pie, and each team that's in the postseason gets a piece of that pie. You're saying the Cowboys have more than 50% chance other than the other uh, 14 teams? So then if you went 60%, those other 13 teams only have 40% between them. That's why I didn't understand the assignment. Okay, so with that pie chart, think of it like a big giant pie. What percentage of that pie out of the 14 teams are you giving to the Cowboys? Don't say anything more than 20. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go 40%. Okay. Let it run. He locked it in. He locked it in. Hey, that's confidence. I, like, I, don't I, mind I do like the confidence. I'll just sit down in five because I, I can't remember where they sat the Cowboys, but I can't do percent. Um, okay. My good. 40% would have made more sense if I had them at number one. Well, the 60% made zero sense. <laughs> no, I, again, I didn't understand the assignment. Okay, San Francisco 49ers have a ninth. They're in first first place, obviously, have a 19.4% chance. So we're all way wrong. I gave the Cowboys 20%. Yeah. At at three, that's okay. So our percentages are going to be wrong. And once we take out uh, Green Bay, we'll be doing this again next week. So now we know. Now we know what's what what's being but asked. But you us. let Ad know right now that next time in no, the I divisional, no, in the divisional, the numbers will be higher for each team because there's be less teams. Less I, I understand the assignment now. Okay, okay, sixty percent. Sixty percent of the time. I, know. <laughs> I have so many fucking soundbite things that I I can't even. I can't even get uh, can't even get it up, but you know it's, it's science. Sixty um, percent of the time, it works every every time. time. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, eighteen point five percent, so just a little behind those studs, and that's pretty much what your Cowboys three at like seventeen. So now outside of twelve what? teams, the Bills. I know, isn't that ridiculous? Fuck out of here. So that's that's nearly. 
that's about over 50% in these top three teams here. They think the Buffalo Bills have a 14.3 chance percent. That's wild or, to me. I, I, I do not see that. Me neither. I do the not Bills see are the getting all this love. I the don't thing, see it. They have a harder path to the Super Bowl than the Cowboys do, in my mind. Anyways. Fuck the Bills. What? Chiefs. Oh, my God. Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs defense was a real bright spot this season. Fuck. So, we, AJ might be right at five. AJ and might, a half. You might be right at with the fifth. Fifth. I can't believe they don't even have the boys up there. They, and they don't there even it know. is. There it is. Fifth. 9.9, so almost 10%. I was close. Um, I, I mean, the perc- I, I don't understand <laughs> that, though, man. So on the throws that traveled past the sticks this season, Dak Prescott led the league in passing touchdowns, 30 in total EPA, which we know Stat Boy loves, and ranked second in completion percentage over expected plus 8.9%. It's helpful that the Cowboys' offensive line and their scheme appear to have held up. Prescott was pressured at the second lowest rate, 28.4%, among those with 500 plus pa- uh, there it is. Come oh on, my come on. Plus pass attempts. As for the defense, the Cowboys ranked second in the NFL in quick pressures with 144, with Micah Parsons accounting for a league best 62 of those. Ooh. Parsons also led the NFL in overall pressures, 99, the Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Have you guys ever had a 99 uh, Wayne Gretzky coffee? No. Fuck! Will you shut the fuck up? Nine creams, nine sugars. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Is that a large or a small? Whatever you want we, it to be, babe. We fucking should do a Micah Parsons fucking coffee. A one and one? one. <laughs> I was going to say 11 11. That'd be insane. <laughs> Despite being double teamed at the highest rate, 21.4% among edge rushers with 70 plus pressures. So those numbers all look really good. Where do they give those bitch ass cheese heads? What do they got them at? Well, next up is the Detroit Lions in the sixth slot, eight and a half percent they've given them here. We got Tampa Bay with four point eight. Okay, so TB has a fucking higher percentage of winning the Super Bowl than fucking the GBs. Yep, Browns four point four. That's a weird. That's a weird one. Well, Browns kind of poured on. I think they're fucking the Dolphins over a little bit here. Like the Dolphins have that team that can come to play. I mean, them losing home field obviously is a big ding. Yeah. Like having to go and play Buffalo in. Yeah. I believe they're playing Buffalo in Buffalo for the the wild card isn't great, but I don't know. It seems a little low. 2.6% for the Dolphies. Eagles only 2.6%. It's still higher than the fucking GBs. It is. We still haven't got to the GBs. Rams, 2.2%. See, they, they have, I think they should be a lot higher. The, the Rams coming out of the second half of the season. They're starting to actually click. They're scarier than Green Bay. Scarier than Green Bay. I think Detroit has a fucking game on their hands going against oh, yeah. the Rams. Mm-hmm. We should do uh, like just like a $50 parlay of every game hey, win. This one's fucking gambling. I know. Just we, 50 bucks. Not today, but I, G-A-M-B-L-E-R. <laughs> I'm just like the whole time I'm just sitting over here. How can yeah. I get a gambling thing in here? Uh, Houston Texans, 1.7%. We still have not got to. There, there we go. Green oh, this one's for police bow out there. 0.4% for the packs. I mean, I still think, and that's to make the Super Bowl. That's though, to make the Super which Bowl. Which I agree, I agree, but like that doesn't make, they could still beat us, right? Like well, yes, they're still, oh, odd, yeah. the odds of them beating the Cowboys. I think they're, uh, they're, they're a plus seven, five underdog right now. Yeah. Which that, I don't like that betting line for Cowboys fans. That, that plus seven, five is kind of scary because it, I do think it's going to be closer than, than that, but uh, yeah, 0.4 percent, eh? I I agree because they're going to lose in the wild card, baby. Hey, fuck it, fuck it it'll be that. zero. But yeah, next week we'll get a new. We're, next week we'll get a new uh, list, the updated list. Ad and, now uh, understands the assignment. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. 
100% I understand it. Oh, there's the flavor. Just trying to get our pen going. We can do I some. I, I even brought a fresh pen in here. I, I, I got other pens that I'll bring in here. I'll, I'll have a cup. I'll have like a little cup with pens. There's a pen over here. Toss it over. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> Psych. I just need one. I don't think you know is. what? I'll use my uh, notepad for now. All right. Well, we got score and bold, baby. I think Ad already kind of leaked his. Are we doing? We, we always do score prediction first, don't we? Yeah. Or do we do bolds and then kind of roll in with our score? I think we do bolds first. No, we do we do score, score. predictions first all the time. Do we? Okay. Yeah. I'm discombobulated. All right. Okay. Who wants, who wants to who wants to hang it out there? Score prediction. Well, has any of us been close outside of fucking Nat? Not really. No. Not that I can. I like not even not close at all. I don't think. I think there might have been one game where I had one of the numbers. Correct. I don't even think I've hit and, a and single I, number. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you. Which That's one. actually not true. I said a shutout. I did say a shutout against the Giants or the uh, week one. I said a shutout against the Giants. But that was my bold. I don't think my score oh, okay. was that. Okay, I mean, I can start. Sure. I'll fucking kick I dare, it off. I dare you. Kick it off, son. 35-27 Cowboys. Okay. You're just going straight up five touchdowns. No Aubrey. No automatic Aubrey. No, they don't trust him right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deadspin. All right, Deadspin.com. Like, uh, it, it, that probably made me more irate than anything. That Deadspin article saying that the Well, just the fact that, like, he he didn't fucking miss. It was the the, the, the players broke it for him. Like, yeah. just that's a very cowboy he thing He did miss one, happen, though. Right? He did miss one. He did miss <clears> the... He did get he to did one block. Because my boy was also shook. But you know what's more important? To finish the game or to end the, his his kicking day, he hit a 50-yarder. So yeah. I think that's more important than anything. Yeah, but it's th- going to be 35-27. 35-27. Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking close game. Too close for comfort. Are you saying it's like, I don't even know what you'd have to do at that. T- like, I'm trying to make it seem like a close part. Or I guess you'd have to say Cowboys have 35. There's a minute left. Yeah. They're, the Packers are driving with the ball with twenty seven points. That makes it a nail biter, baby. No, no, I think they'll. I think they'll. I mean, they'll they'll score twenty seven in garbage time. Or yeah, Packers go down. Oh, I like that better. Score yeah. a touchdown and get. They're down by there. It's thirty five nineteen, and then miss the miss the point after. Or no, they get the two points. Sorry, miss. I, I meant to say miss the uh, the onside kick. Cowboys and recover miss the onside, onside kick. Yeah. Ooh, I'd be okay with that. that. I'd be okay with that. I'm gonna go. If I can hop in here. I'm going to go. 30, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. 37-24. Okay, so bandwagon boys, bandwagon boys, very similar. Uh, you guys are feeling the same You're feeling the same aura going I'm, in. Well, I think there's going to be four Dallas Cowboys touchdowns, and I'm just going to give Aubrey three kicks. I like that. I just feel like we're going to move the ball well against this defense. We might not get touchdowns every drive, but we're going to be getting points. Ooh, and then okay. uh, I do see... I do see... Um, Green Bay scoring a couple times. It's the it's the NFL. You know, this is the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs, and Jordan Love, he, he has an arm. He's had a good season, 32. Again, 32 touchdown passes, 11 interceptions. He, yep. And again, Cowboys fans, if they get up and they're up 7 nothing, I just breathe. Chill, Winston. Crack them. Crack one. Shotgun one if you have to. Yeah. If you have anything equivalent to Screech, take a shot. But it was like the Commanders game when it was 10-7. The chat was like a fucking nuclear oh, fucking, bomb. I could, I could feel Ultra just it was, walking through his fucking kitchen. It was 10-7. The chat was going insane, and we ended up winning 35-10. So it's like, just breathe. 
just breathe a little bit. Uh, my score prediction is Cowboys at home. Cowboys finished the highest offensive points per game team in the NFL, twenty nine point one. But they're at home. I think they get that advantage. So I got to go more than that. AJ went. You went what? AJ thirty seven. Thirty seven. Ad went thirty five. Ooh, I'm booshing even higher than that, boys. Boosh it, I'm baby. going forty. Woo! I'm going forty. Fucking three. I'm going forty three. Twenty. Forty three. Forty three twenty, baby. Forty Not burger much. in the fucking wild card round. This team is gonna show what they're made of. Dak Prescott's gonna play on real. I'm excited for this. I the it's a nine and eight team. I know we yeah. shouldn't take that. Like we've lost to shittier teams than the, the Green Bay Packers this season, but uh, I, I'm confident, and I think this team's confident. I just put that out there because I was worried that we're 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 messing up. We've never recorded scores outside of this fucking yellow pad. I'll write it down after. We'll do it after. I just don't want to slow. Yeah. Um, I just want to hit up uh, two of our Packer uh, listeners right now. Uh, like and subscribe. Like and police, Bo- police Bo said he did like and subscribe. Appreciate oh, it, man. Make I don't sure know if you hit, like you to hit subscribe. Make sure you hit that notification yeah. button, that uh, little bell. Well, this and this is kind of like you know. Tap that bell. Tap what, that bell. What, what do you think his scores prediction is going to be? I don't know. Something stupid. Forty-six to three Packers. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Say it again. I appreciate the like and subscribe, but get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Uh, we got Chris, Christopher Haynes is saying, "I want to say Packers going to win 33-28. I mean that at least uh, at least it's a game. At least the Packer, at least Christopher Haynes lives in the real world. On what pla- on what planet did the Cowboys only score? Did he say six points? Three, three, three points. It's just <laughs> there would have to be something colossal. I even think Cooper Rush goes in there and puts up more than that. <laughs> you know, like I, I, yeah. get, I get like the Packers. What is what is he basing this only scoring again? The highest points per game team What's who's eight and zero at home. What's he basing that three points on? What's he on? basing forty six? for the Packers off of. That's what I mean. It's just a hopeful. It's a hopeful. Hey, and, and we appreciate it. And if that happens, come in here and troll us. We'll we'll take it like champs. We'll uh, take it. I glitch Glitchardson. I don't even know how to say it. It's X Y Lich X Y Lichardson. He says 31-21 Cowboys as a Packers fan. So he's a oh. Packers fan saying 31. How do you like that, Police Bo? Okay, so Police Bo saying, look at my explanation above. He was spam botting us up here. He says. Yeah. What was Parsons' stats against the Packers last time? That's well, what, who gives that's a shit about last time? They said that that would have been that would that's two years ago. That was yeah. his rookie season. Yeah, that was his rookie season in in mid midweek game. Who gives a shit with you guys having Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was still your quarterback? And and Cowboys ground game is trash. That doesn't that doesn't mean you're gonna. What about okay? I'm not I'm not gonna argue about this. There's no <laughs> way the Cowboys. There's I I if you think that you should bet money on it because if that happened you would. On a hundred dollar bet, you make and bank, son. Run, run, G A M B L E R it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and if if your score, if for whatever fucking reason your score prediction is right, even if it's like, and I think you have a better chance at the Cowboys being forty six to three, we'll still send you a Cowboys. Camp even forty, shirt. even forty six is just such a weird score yeah. number. Forty six to three, Cowboys. He's getting a shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to him. Anyways. Uh, Ant, do you want to do your bolds? Bolds, bolds, bolds. I'm trying to think. Has anyone hit a bold this year, guys? Did we hit any regular season boldies? I thought. I think AJ might. I think AJ's hit two. I think he hit one year one, and I think he might have hit one this year. I'm not too sure, one, but uh, I'm just trying to stall as I think yeah. it's something. Dak Prescott, 500 yards, 
five touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Wow. That'll play into the that'll, that'll play. What was my score prediction? 40, uh, 43. 43. So, yeah, that plays into it. Oh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't play into it. Uh, four touchdowns. Oh, sorry about that. Whammy. Four touchdowns, one rushing. Okay, 500 yards. I got to play I got to play into my score prediction. I can't No. I can't have a score prediction and then make a a boldy that makes no sense. Um okay, I will go next. My my bold's going to be this will play into yours as well. I'm I'm calling a touchdown for Sidarius, a touchdown for Ferguson, a touchdown for Cooks and a touchdown for Tolbert. I like that. That plays right into my my pot of gold over here, my friend. That's a wide receiver grand slam. Yeah. Almost. No, Lamb, Cooks. It's not wide three. They need to be four oh, wide receivers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a receiver, I guess. But, yeah, so Lamb, Cooks, Ferguson, Tolbert. All getting one touchdown. And today. Fergie. And, and, no and Ferg, and yeah. No Lamb, Gallo, Cooks, no Ferguson, Tolbert. Yeah, well, we're not, no we're not saying crazy. We're not talking crazy here. <laughs> crazy, predict- crazy predictions? <laughs> I mean, I felt my, yeah. You know what, my... Uh, my bold doesn't sound so bold, so I don't. I gotta well, figure it out. Juice so, it up. Throw a so little bit of hot C- sauce C- on C- that. One seventy is pretty bold. CD Lamb over one hundred yeah. seventy five yards. If for a po- uh, before, and I uh, can uh, while Ad's telling it, can you check the highest reception total for a Cowboys receiver in a playoff game? Playoffs, because if it's less than one seventy five, that just makes it seem a lot more bolder. Yeah, it's one. I, I was gonna say one seventy five two tuds for CD Lamb. How many receptions? Fourteen plus. 14 plus receptions. You're going 14 plus receptions. It's 175 yards, two tugger knots. Two tugger knots, 175 yards, 14 plus receptions. So 14 plus. Okay. I like that. I don't think he's had a 14 plus game. He's had 13. Actually, no, he had a 17 plus. He had a 17 game, I think. No. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Can you check? Yeah. Check his stat line. Hey, check his stat line. I'm checking. And and just remember, everybody, this is bold predictions, okay? That's right. So, highest Dallas Cowboys player, most passing yards in a game. No, that's not good. Uh, what I will say, well, AJ's trying to find this one, which I did put him on the spot a little bit. We didn't talk anything about Micah Parsons being held, which is, the, I think, a first in the last well, you just did, three so. months. But we waited till this <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, just did. <laughs> what I wanted to say, what I wanted to say about it is, I, I a guy on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it, he went back and he he graded out or he went back to each of the other top seven pass rushers in the NFL to see it when they had a holding penalty called on them, and mm. all of the oh, yeah. all of the other defensive ends in the NFL that are top seven like Miles Garrett, uh, Max Crosby. Uh, Aaron Donald. I'm just trying to think think of names here. Um, those types guy guys. It was from week 12 between week 12 and 17. Those guys had all had holding calls called on them, whereas Micah Parson hasn't had a holding call called on him since week six. Yeah, and this was such a preventable topic to even have for the NFL. All they had to do was call a referee call a holding call against Micah in week like nine, and then one in week 13. And Cowboys fans. Wouldn't be able to bitch about that. So I found that as something interesting that was on Twitter today. I, I would like to give the guy a shout out, but I forget what his name was. But he he did the work of what something that we've all been talking about because we're always like, well, there's holding calls in games. 
But what happens with other top defensive ends? And they get calls. Mm. They get calls. Yep. We're getting more. We're getting more. Uh, we're getting more. Uh, Just think. Uh, think what you're saying. We're getting more Green out. Bay fans Spit it out. in here. Yeah, Green Bay fans. Hey, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be live an hour before. We'll take talk the shit with us. Uh, we, we, we love it. Bring the Green Bay Packers fans in here. We are hostile, mobile, not so agile. <laughs> and it's actually a perfect... Uh, well, not all. I mean, well, there's a couple of us here that are pretty agile. I said... I'll tell you right. Yeah. Depends where you're going. Are you against NFL players or not? But this is a perfect time for Green Bay Packers fans, bandwagon boys. If you guys know, personally, any Green Bay Packers fans... I know, I know maybe two. Well, you have a couple days to tell them to go fuck themselves! Thanks for coming by, chat. We will be live an hour before kickoff, baby! Ooh. And our boy Bot G is going to be live on location, so if you're there, crack it with them, baby. Bot G, baby. Start off slow. It started off. Yeah, if like two minutes in, it fucking went. We just gotta delete it. What happened? All right. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll.